0: Make the thing, um, whatever yours is, time bound. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this this is so um, important for whether you're starting a company or you want to read a book. I mean, it doesn't matter what the thing is. Uh, if you don't associate a deadline with it, yeah, it will always be uh, just something that you want to do instead of something that you're going to do.
1: that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect, let's get started. Welcome back to the be it till you see it interview recap where my co host in life, Brat and I are going to dig into the innovative convo I had with Taylor Smith in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause us now, go back and listen to that one and then come back and join us. Do, do, do. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so y'all, Happy Merry Christmas. We are past the Christmas holiday. If you're listening to this, it means you survive. So good job. Uh, we are also really excited because this means we opened the agency mini number six doors.
0: Yeah, we have.
1: Um, so we are doing our sixth agency mini, um, end of January. It's January 23rd to the 29th. It is our seven day coaching program for fitness business professionals. All of you Pilates instructors know and love it. And, um, we're really excited. The space is limited. Um, and it is the early bird time. Um, when this comes out, Yeah, um, that,
0: that means that there's the hookup,
1: it's the hookup and you know, um, you are welcome to wait, uh, but <laughs> well, we hope you don't, Um, you, uh, you can, you can, <laughs> if you, if you like living on the edge, and, uh, seeing if something sells out or paying more, you might as well, but you can go to profitableplies.com slash
0: Profitable mini com slash mini
1: M I N I and uh snag your spot. Tell a friend who's a fitness professional about it. It's really super fun. We only offer it twice a year it's, and
0: it's going to be a uh, snippet into our ongoing coaching program, uh, for fitness business. Uh, professionals. yeah, And it's, it's going to be a whirlwind. It's going to be very revealing for you in your business uh, to see, uh, you know, what, what you could do with your business and uh, uh, you're going to love it. It's going to be really amazing. So come join us.
1: Yeah. And we're on our way to Miami.
0: Yeah, we are. We're
1: going, going back. Oh, that's back to Cali. Sorry. That's the wrong song. But anyways, <laughs> we're going to Miami and uh, I'm so excited to see our friends and to teach on a rooftop. So if you are in, in Florida,
0: Bienvenidos uh, a Miami.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the song. Um, uh, come join us at Pilathon. We're going to be on their rooftop for a sunset class.
0: Yeah. Okay. On the 30th. Yeah. 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 Uh, so if you're trying to figure that out, go to online slash tour
1: yep 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 yeah
0: come join us it's gonna be great
1: i'm so excited i'm freaking loving this trip i mean we in full disclosure y'all we are recording this pre-trip so we have no idea how cold we're gonna be hot we're gonna be no comfortable. i know
0: i know <laughs> i have literally <laughs> well, done all the forecasts okay. of every day that we're gonna stay in the van
1: and well because we have an audience question from erica quest well
0: the coldest that it's gonna be is going to be 22 degrees,
1: which is way warmer than yeah. our last year's trip. <laughs> and that,
0: that actually should be tonight. Oh, okay. Uh, meaning, uh, we're going to well, be in Durango, Colorado.
1: So if you're listening to this in real time, we're you're going to go back in time, we've already yeah. done this. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so you can ask us how that went. Yeah. Um, and then the, 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 um, uh, when we get, by the time we get down to Miami, it's going to be, uh, you know, higher than the thirties It's going to be fine. Yeah. Also, we'll have a house down there.
1: I know how much you're enjoying this show. Me too. If you're looking to make more time for you and have more energy, get my free 30 minutes Pilates class at onlinepilatesclasses.com slash beitpod. If you're new here or haven't done this yet, this is a great way to start making yourself a priority. So head over to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. Now back to the show. Erica Quest wanted to know.
0: Oh, Good old EQ. Yeah,
1: she wants to know. um,
0: (laughs) Is the van insulated? Does she
1: have to worry? Because do you know, I don't think I told you this. When we were staying the night in Vail last year, which is our first night in the van. And y'all, we literally drove it off the lot, filled it up with all of our stuff, and then took off for the East Coast. And we went on like December 4th. It was like so early in December. It was eight degrees in Vail. And uh, we, we were actually pretty solid until August stood up from underneath the covers turned around and then just basically took all the covers off of us. And we both were like, it's so fucking cold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was, uh, definitely cold weather camping, um, uh, where you only were willing to get your, your oval, uh, uh, of the top of your face out from some like, you know, hoodies and blankets and things. Um, plus we had tons of blankets and three mobile space heaters. I like to call them Okay, the dogs. And then August messed the whole thing up at four in the morning by standing up in the middle of the night and stretching, spinning yeah. around in a circle yeah, and laying back down while, yeah. while proceeding to pull
1: all of our covers all off. All the
0: blankets off. And once the they time. were off,
1: it was too cold. But anyways, back to my story. Uh, Erica Quest woke up in the middle of the night thinking we were cold. She had a dream that we were really cold. When? On that same night. No way. That's yeah. Weird. She texted me and... um. She texted me, it was uh, the, that morning, and she's like, um, I woke up to a nightmare. I, I did. Are you guys warm enough? I had a dream that you were really cold. And I said, well, that's so crazy, because we were fine. We were totally fine until August stood up. So anyways, Erica Quest, Brad did insulate the van.
0: The van is insulated. Uh, we well, At least phase one of it is, uh, you can actually read about how far we got, uh, on the blog. And, uh, I don't mean like we only got halfway through, uh, insulating <laughs> the van is actually like a multiple step process, uh, that is going to be, uh, the first phase of insulation actually happens at the very beginning and then we have to do all the wiring and all the piping and all the you know walls and then there's a second layer of insulation and then there's the finishing walls like there's so many layers right yeah. so the first phase of it uh has been done we've soundproofed and we have uh thinsulated if you want to read along to uh, our journey our progress on the van you can do that on the online blog uh, and you can actually see pictures and read about what we're working on there. So that's uh, going to be a long uh, but very fun project. And uh, we hope you join us for the journey.
1: Yeah, hopefully it's not as long as it sounds, but hopefully.
0: It- <laughs> I mean, we're definitely a year. Could be longer than that. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, okay. You
1: get till you see it is brought to you by Profitable dot com.
0: ProfitablePilates.com. Yeah,
1: because you know, you should actually make money doing what you love.
0: Yeah, so it's a fitness business coaching platform uh, that Leslie and I started, Profitable Pilates. And in January, we are doing a seven day miniature version of our agency coaching program. So, the fitness business coaching that you've been following uh, on Instagram at Profitable Pilates, we're doing a tiny seven day program of it so that you can get a taste of what it is that we're doing. You can meet Leslie if you haven't already. You can meet me, which you probably haven't, uh, and we're going to answer every single question that you may have. We're going to run through how much money you want to make and how you can actually make that money, You know what to charge your clients, all those kinds of things. It's going to be a whirlwind. It so, is
1: a whirlwind, and also we freaking love it. It'll be our sixth opportunity to do yeah. this program. It is our fourth year of the agency program. Oh my God, we turned four in January. And we want to see you in the agency mini. So
0: get on the wait list.
1: Go to profitable.com slash
0: mini. See you there. All right. Let's talk about uh, Taylor Smith. Yeah, Taylor. Uh, okay. So Taylor is a, um, uh, she is a teacher turned CEO uh, and is currently running a handmade sticker shop, Shop Studio Sisters on Etsy and is teaching others how to create a six-figure salary doing uh, specifically what they love.
1: Isn't it so cool? I thought it was so cool. She and her sister make made enough on Etsy to quit their, in air quotes, real jobs and do what they love. And then because they figured it out, they're teaching other people to do it. And I, of course, I'm obsessed with that because that's what we do. But um, I, just, I just love it. I don't know. I just think it's so great. There's like no stop. If you want to do something and – and you do want to make it your living, like literally you can make sticker making a living. And I did go on to Etsy for stickers. And it's not like she has no competition y'all. There is so much competition on the sticker front. It's crazy. So I'm super excited about them. It it definitely
0: was a little shocking that that is the, what they make is only stickers and they're all handmade and they basically, (laughs) that's what they do now is stickers. So that, that was like, I I, listening to her share, um, like how the timing of it all was also really incredible. If you didn't listen to this, go back and figure out like, when did they start the beginning of COVID and within three months, she said she knew she should be quitting her job and focusing on stickers full-time.
1: Yeah. Which is really cool. And also like very interesting. Um, I didn't realize when we were scheduling this, but our next week's guest, uh, also started her company right around the same time as at the beginning of COVID. And so it's like, you can think of, of, of that being like the worst time, but if you can, if you have something unique and different and you have belief and, and perseverance, um, <laughs> it's kind of amazing what you can do. So, okay. Um, one of the things that I thought she'd love was, to, uh, Well, there's so many things we talked about and I was really excited about, but I really enjoyed her bringing up the story we tell ourselves about others will think about us. And I think that this is really interesting because if anyone has ever taken the story that they're telling in their head about what others will say and just said it out loud, I think it really does uh, diminish its power because there are some, I mean, we all tell ourselves different stories, you know, like I even... I remember even when we moved here, I was like, "Oh my God, what are people going to think?" We we went from this tiny house to a really big house. We went from a a tiny, tiny, tiny apartment to this big house, five hundred square feet. Yeah, to (laughs) to this massive space. And are people going to like judge us? What are they going to think about us? And. What in the world, people are so excited about it, but in my head, I just was like, "Oh my God, people are gonna think that, like we ran off with all this money, which we didn't do. but like it, I don't know Wait, why I what? Thought that. I'm sorry what I know I just thought like, oh my gosh, I don't want i I don't want to feel like i'm I didn't i do I thought it would come off as bragging. I'd be like, this is my new house when really, it was like literally literally the same bills. <laughs> we just moved. <laughs> but like, I just, I, in my head, I had this weird story. I was telling myself what others would think about our move. And it was so dumb. Cause as soon as I said it out loud, as you can hear, it's like such a ridiculous story, but we tell these stories uh, to ourselves and we believe them because thoughts become facts. And so um, it's just really important. I think uh, I'm grateful that she brought this up. And I hope if you're listening to this, whatever story you're telling yourself, I challenge you to say it out loud and actually like listen to the story uh, <laughs> because you'll probably laugh about it. Like it's kind of, it's really hysterical, like what I was telling myself a year and a half ago.
0: Yeah, I think, I think that uh, uh, we begin to believe the stories that we're telling ourselves and that's the crux of the issue is we're we actually, that, that confidence, you know, when you see someone walk in a room and they're, uh, and you, and you're like, wow, that person, uh, they've got it together. They know what they're doing. You know, that's a, uh, that's the way they see themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the story they're telling themselves. And, yes. and so if you have a story that you're telling yourselves that you're, not worth it or not worthy or no one should follow you or listen to you or whatever it might be. Uh, uh, you know, when, when you're out there interacting with people, you're actually, you're, you might not be verbally sharing that story, but you may be mentally sharing that story, Mm -hmm. your body language, your, the way, the way you phrase sentences, the, you know, the way your face is emoting things, you're telling a story as well. Yep. You know, so it's really important that we have a positive conversation with ourselves, yeah, uh, so that when we're interacting with others, they're sensing that too now, I know that you can also like you know that's that's something where it could be fake it until you make it, right, where it gets weird, and there's all sorts of fascinating uh stories about people, you know, like
1: well, but that's for like that's where it is tell you see because what I was you're saying it, like I just remember. So this yes. is where my brain went, everyone. Like, as, as we're talking about this, I remember when I was in retail, this one guy, he would come in and he was having, his personal life was a hot mess. But you would never know it because he'd walk in and as soon as he crossed the threshold of the store, his eyes would light up, his heart would lift. And he's like, oh, I tell myself it's showtime. And I, oh, yeah. he doesn't walk, he struts <laughs> <laughs> all the way up. And he would have the he best sales he, 100%. And, um, and so in that, moment I learned something when I became sales and I started managing that store, that was like the thing I told myself, and then when I became a police instructor, Oh my God, my first time I had to teach a lot of people was when my mentor literally called me up. She's like, I'm locked out of my apartment. I've got my dog. I can't make it to the gym. Can you teach my class? And I was like, yeah, um, yeah, I can go teach your class. And she's been teaching for like 20 years at this point. Right. And so I go to, I've been teaching for like, Six months, and I've never taught more than like seven people at once, and um, and so I go to teach this group class for her, and of course everyone is like disappointed because it's not her, and I'm like she's locked out. But in that moment, I didn't fake it till I make it. I didn't know I was being a tilacy because I didn't know that phrase existed, but I did say, "Okay, if I knew how to teach thirty people at one time, what would that look like? How would that feel? What would that be like?" And I just freaking did that. And that within seven minutes, someone smiled and like, I was like, okay, we're good. (laughs) So, but honestly, it was the story I told myself. I told myself I could do it. I told myself that I I have these feelings and things. And if I had told myself a story like, oh my God, everyone's going to think I'm a fraud. Everyone's going to think I don't know what's going on. Everyone's going to wonder what like, uh, you know, like, like why the hell is she even a teacher? No one's going to come take sessions with me. I would have sucked. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. So yeah. anyways, um, I mean,
0: I, I actually totally relate to the, uh, totally relate to the moment of your, you know, fellow fellow employee hitting the floor. Cause when I worked in restaurants, uh, that was exactly the way that I was trained by one of my closest friends growing up. He said, whenever you pass through this doorway, you know, which was the kitchen into the restaurant floor, mm-hmm. there is a smile on your face. There's no other option. And I was like, oh yeah. And then, then I learned that when I was, you know, 17. And so I took that with me for the rest of my time working at restaurants.
1: And it really does change. Like if you are having a bad day and you're going into work and you just keep going, I'm having a bad day, I'm having a bad day. You are going to just have the fricking worst day. But if you go, okay, today has the opportunity for awesomeness.
0: And, and what a, what a, um, you know, what a position to be dropped in where you're like, I'm teaching the class I'm teaching this today. Class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, good for you.
1: Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> just so the thing, the fact is I really did love that she brought up about the stories we tell ourselves about other people will think truly tell yourself a different story. That's the coolest thing about stories. You can just tell a new one. I mean, like it's, you know, that's what stories are for. So what did you love?
0: Okay. So she said that the importance of holding yourself, uh, she talked about, sorry, the importance of holding yourself or having someone, hold you accountable to your time off.
1: Ooh,
0: and uh, <laughs> I know uh, the, the reason that this was a thing for her was because she's in, in business with her sister. Mm-hmm. So presumably she's around her sister often. Yeah. And uh, the two of them kind of trade off uh, checking out, you know, like cause cause she also said that they work on, uh, different time schedules yeah. because her sister is a super early riser, uh, like up at four or five in the morning and then working on design. And that made me laugh because <laughs> I know someone like that. Uh, so do you all. <laughs> um, that's me. That's Leslie. Uh, yeah. So, you know, and, and then obviously she works hard all day. Uh, and then I'm also, I'm on a totally different time zone or time schedule where I get up later and I stay up later um, and so what we've, uh, identified is that the best time for us to be having the brainstorm sessions or whatever is actually the middle of the day. And mm-hmm. that's when both of our brains are firing at, at full capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very easy for, you know, her to ask me questions about, you know, things the second that I wake up and me to ask her questions about things after she's checked out for the night. Um, and so we have to be, uh, you know, it respectful of each other's time and boundaries yeah. with taking the evening off or, you yeah. know, sitting down and having breakfast kind of a thing.
1: Yeah. When And, and it's not easy, but if you, um, it, it, it also is a work in progress always uh, because sometimes I get great ideas at like 7 PM and then it's like, well, open up the door to work. <laughs> but, um, but you know, having that person to be like, Hey, let's just enjoy the walk or, Hey, can you put that on your ideas parking lot? And, and also the, also the understanding that you can say it back, like, Hey, I'm actually off work right now. I love this idea. Can you just yeah. put it on another, yeah. can you just set aside a time to work on it? So
0: yeah, and then, unless it's a time sensitive thing, you know, that's always a thing that can be like, oh yeah, of course, a hundred percent. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll throw that down and we can discuss it tomorrow, you know? So yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, so I, I, I love that because I thought, well, first off I live that. Um, but also too, I, um, uh, I saw my parents, um, uh, do this. They've worked together and they still work together. Like (laughs) they've been married for 40 years. My mom started working when I was 12 years old. So, you know, 14 years in to their relationship. So it's been, you know, basically 25 years of them working together or or a little more. And, uh, you know, when they, when dinner was ready, when it was dinner time, it was, uh, they, they were, I don't think I ever heard them talk about work, you know? So, um, that, that was also something that was a good example. Yeah. It was a very rare occasion. Like, I mean, you know, most of my life, uh, yeah, you know, I, I guess I knew what my dad did. I just knew that he was an accountant, but I never actually heard any of the specifics of it, you know, during yeah. the day, even though they worked together. So, yeah. um,
1: that's cool. I like that. Well, yeah. All here right. We go something for us to keep working on.
0: Let's talk about the be it action items, uh, from your conversation with Taylor Smith, what bold, executable, intrinsic or targeted action items can we take away from your interview with her? Uh, I'm just going to jump in the one thing she said, uh, towards the end was to make the thing, right? Cause she started a sticker company and that's, you know, like to me, that seems like that. Okay. That's surprising. I would, I don't think that would have been my thing by, at a, by any means, Uh, but make the thing, um, whatever yours is time bound. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this, this is so, um, important for whether you're starting a company or you want to read a book. I mean, it doesn't matter what the thing is. Uh, if you don't associate a deadline with it. Yeah. It will always be uh, just something that you want to do instead of something that you're going to do.
1: Well, I think we might have talked about this before. It's it's okay to move the time boundness you put on it. Yeah,
0: it's, that it's, I, I you think you have to that's have an true. honest
1: conversation. Why am I moving this time? Like we wanted to have the profitapplies.com website up. I think it was in fricking March. It didn't get done until the summer. But it wasn't because we weren't working on it. It's just because as we were working on it the time we're like oh this is a bigger project than we actually anticipated we're going to need x amount of more days to do it so
0: we also decided to add functions and make it yeah. fancy and do all sorts of stuff right yeah. so
1: so as long as you're actually taking action on it if you need to move the time it's fine but having the time bound peace part actually makes you take some action and if you don't take action then you won't have clarity so
0: yeah um, i think it's also like like for i i went back to um when we started learning kamai yeah you know we had a uh weekly class with our teacher so much i miss it too actually a lot uh we had a weekly class with our teacher and that time bound you know class seems very obvious but you know. It forced us to study, it forced us to go do it. It forced us to be in it, to practice it, uh, to think about it. Right. And, uh, uh, that's something we signed ourselves up for obviously, but, uh, you know, I, there's a, there, it changes the game when you have a deadline associated with it.
1: Well, and it's, and actually that's, I think, um, you can really start to figure out like if if one of the things you are is a procrastinator, a perfectionist. Um <laughs> by by setting aside some time slots, having things scheduled, it really does um help you take that action and at least see if you like something. It is also okay to do the thing during the time slot you said and go, "I don't really like this." Great. Now you know. Now yeah. it's no longer taking up space in your brain.
0: Yeah. I love it. Well, what about you?
1: My biggest takeaway. So I really like this one um, because it's really comes natural to me, but this is, (laughs) it's not always about me. So let me explain this. So (laughs) she said, be the initiator in your life. And I don't think that comes easy for a lot of people. Mm. And I, and I also think depending on where you are mentally, that could be really hard. But I do still love this. And what I am hoping to say is if you can't be the initiator in your life on something you actually do truly want to do, like you've done, you know it like this isn't like a should do. This isn't like something you think you got to do because everyone else is doing it. This is like you want to do this, but you're struggling with the initiation because inter perfectionist of some form of it here or maybe have some mental health going on that makes you a little harder. Right you, my challenge to you is to add on or find someone to help you take that first next step. So that could be a coach, right? Like, especially if you are financially invested in something, you, (laughs) you will be surprised how much initiation you'll take, or it could be having, um, an accountability partner um uh could be some just uh talent being until you see it literally because then people going to be like hey how's that thing going um and so um, I there's different ways to be the initiator in your life, and um, or get initiation to be on there for you to help you take some action. And so, if it doesn't come naturally to you, um, one of my top five strengths is activator. So it comes very. Like, I get really frustrated if I can't just take action. Like it couldn't drive me more crazy. But um, but if that isn't you, let's brainstorm some ideas of ways that you can be the initiator in your life. Because um, the other the alternative is you just waiting.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, well, it's, it's kind of like what we were talking about with the deadlines and, um, uh, you know, also uh, the thing, the importance of having someone hold you accountable to, we said time off, but just hold you accountable in general. Yeah. Um, you know, I think also when you want something, you'll, you'll, you will be willing to make change to make that thing happen. Yeah. You know, and so it, it really does depend on how, how much you want yeah. the thing.
1: And I think that's also interesting to figure out, like, if you're not actually, like, if you're like nodding along with this and then you're still not initiating something, you may want to do a deep dive on if you want that thing or not. Yep. Yep. I'm Leslie Logan.
0: And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank
1: you so much for joining us today. We are so freaking grateful for you. What a year it's been. How are you going to use these tips in your life? Let us know by sending us a DM to the pod on Instagram and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.